0: dad vibes podcast season two i'm your host steve-o and with me as always is my your co-host i almost said my (laughs) co-host mark mark how are we doing bud
1: i'm good man what's up
0: we've we've had a little bit of a vacation we've been rejuvenated refreshed ready to get back at it
1: yeah yeah season two um did we have exactly 10 episodes or Season one,
0: I think we finished with exactly ten.
1: That wasn't intentional, but <laughs> it works out. I no, think. it
0: wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, well, you know, we'll roll with it. We'll we'll pretend like we know what we're doing until someone questions us. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we've taken a bit of a hiatus. How? How? What have you been up to?
1: Man, it is uh It was a kind of a busy end to my summer. Um, te- technically, end of summer. Uh, with as far as like kids going to school. Um, so we, uh, you know, we had a lot of school shopping to do. We had, uh, getting prepped to have a a second grader. Um, and actually my, my son, he is like, he is so ready to go to, to regular school, go to kindergarten. Um, but because he is not quite old enough, he will have to wait, uh, until next fall to start school. He'll, he'll turn five in the spring. And then he would be old enough, but because he can't start school in the spring, he will have to wait till fall. And he's like, he's so ready and he's almost like a little bit jealous. Um, he wants to go to sissy school and he wants to like be in a, in a more aggressive learning environment. I can tell. Um, yeah. and, and so like, that's, you know, that's kind of difficult. I think he was really, really bummed out that he had to go back to like a daycare setting. Um, but yeah, uh school prep shopping, you know, getting all the supplies and new clothes and it is uh it's a different time to to like, you know, getting ready to go to school than it was when I was a kid. I don't know about you and I know you're not quite there yet with Jack, but man, it is uh it's a whole different world it feels like.
0: What what do you feel is different compared to what you experienced as a kid?
1: Um It feels like the, like, okay, so like the supply list feels like it's a little bit different. There's like much more technology in the classroom, I feel like. Uh Um, And so that's kind of changed, you know, what school supplies are like. Um, And I guess, I I mean, you know, it's different for me because I never, when I went school shopping, I wasn't like thinking about, how much everything cost (laughs) you know uh so there's 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 that aspect of it it's like man it is uh it is not cheap to send a child to school
0: no and in that like the epitome like everyone asks me you know when when i get into conversations with dads or just dudes in general and we talk about like the hard-hitting stuff like they ask me you know, where do you want to be like financially what's your dream goals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always say, I want to get to the point in my life, like financially or, you know, stable where I'm living life. Like I was a kid where I'm not worried about what things cost. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't even think about it. We just do things because to me, that would be the point of like absolute financial freedom. Cause there was no better time in my life then when you could just open that pantry door and it's fully stocked, the <laughs> fridge, abundance, a plethora of food and drinks,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, you go shopping and it's on mom and dad's tab. Like, yeah. You don't, you don't realize, and you don't realize what anything costs as a kid. I'll put it this way. If you're blessed enough to have solid parents, you shouldn't know what... It, what it feels like to cost anything because like it's just, you know, you have no idea that when you turn the light on that costs money, when you get a drink of water that costs money, like, yeah. And it's just a blissful time in one's life. Yeah. No. And I feel you, we, we, um, so we, as we, you know, it's not really an end to a summer for us because we use daycare year round, but, we kind of took a last minute trip up to my parents' house to kind of in July and have an extensive stay there so that Jack could spend time with his cousins and his grandparents. Um, Camellia was in the middle of a transition to a new job. So uh, that was kind of like a perfect storm of just last minute trip. Yeah. And so we took advantage of it and we we headed out and we just stayed there for a while. And it was it was really good, really nice to just kind of be around family for a while and get centered, uh, re-centered again. Um, And then we kind of just came back and have been hitting the pavement ever since. We've just been Jack. We moved Jack to a new preschool. Mm. Um, He starts at our our church preschool. Okay, And so, or daycare, what, I don't know what the, uh, but, and I tell you, man, I was super nervous going into it because one, it's a little bit more money, not, not a crazy bit, but it was, I just, to me, in my opinion, I think Jack was doing really well as like developmentally. I think he was, you know, um, your typical two year old go or about to be your typical two year old. And I just was like, do I really want to rock that and put him in a situation where he might be the problem child now, or Mm -hmm. he might be, you know, timid and develop, you know, a different personality or, you know, be held back or, or be bored or whatever the case may be. Um, and, but, you know, we just kind of took this leap and because we, you know, obviously had issues with Jack's previous daycare of you know biters and things like that so we took this leap just to kind of see what happens and man i'm telling you in the first day the first day mark i got more updates and notifications about jack's well-being than <laughs> i did in six months yeah at this other daycare yeah and so i i like immediately felt like we made a right decision, but then like just and we've only been going two weeks now, and I'm seeing such a dramatic shift in Jack for a positive. Like he is more social, he is talking a lot more. I don't know if that's just natural or if it's because of what's you know hmm. the the new change of scenery. Um, I will say it took. I mean he he's adapting on the on the. Uh, the morning side of things because they don't they don't let us take him till like eight fifteen in the morning, which really sucks. But he so like he spends a lot more morning time with me now. Mm, Okay. And so that means he's not wanting to go Mm. to school that much more. And so it's been a transition for him just to kind of get used to that. But he's slowly getting better and he's and he's just you could just see like Whatever they're doing is like, it's working. And I mean, just in laundry alone, like this kid came home filthy every day. (laughs) I had no, I mean, stuff crusted on him. I had no idea what he was doing. And he comes home spotless in the Mm -hmm. same outfit, not 10 out of 10 times and is spotless. And I'm like, okay, we clearly made the proper choice here. Yeah. (laughs) We're getting infinitely better care already.
1: Was there a, Uh, um, like a wait list or something with the church or did you, were you able to get in pretty quick?
0: No. So it's very much a, it's like a lottery system. Um, and so you, you have to just apply and they let you know if you got in and if you didn't get in, then you're put on a wait list to see if anyone wants to, uh, you know, back out last minute or have a change of plans or whatever. So yeah. we got, we got accepted. We're very thankful, very blessed. And so far so good on that front, man. It's, it's been, uh, I was really good as the time was getting closer. I was getting more and more nervous because, um, I just, like I said, we liked the owners of the, his daycare. We just didn't like how they necessarily did everything and no place is going to be perfect, but, It was just, I mean, when you're, when you see, (laughs) when you're comparing apples to oranges on, I mean, it's just, it's completely two different worlds of like care Yeah, and for not a substantial amount more, which is mind boggling to me, but yeah, dude, it's been really good on that front.
1: Yeah. I think it just speaks to, uh, you know, having uh, a different set of standards and, uh, morals, and the attention to detail that is expected in, in different environments.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, Jack would go to his other daycare, and he'd come home smelling like a pencil factory. Yeah. And he, he goes to this one, and you just walk in, and it just smells, you know that sanitary... Yep. That smell of just pure, like, this place has been cleaned to a T. tee. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, just down to the details, it's infinitely better. And and yeah, I mean, we did have to pay for some supplies, you know, that we never had to pay for before, mm-hmm. and uh, some other things. But it's just like, yeah, it is what it is, you know, right? I, I think that's going to be the rest of his life, right? So I might as well get used to it.
1: Yeah, definitely the rest of his life.
0: Yeah, so... But we're in the same boat as you in terms of like, we're going to be faced with the decision whether or not we want to hold him back a year or let him go and be like one of the younger ones just based on where his birthday is. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I think it's just going to really depend on if he's showing an interest in, I feel like boys, you can kind of get away with it a little bit more of holding them back because they don't. They don't care either way. Yeah. But maybe, maybe if you're, you got a little prodigy on your hands, maybe it's a different story.
1: Yeah. I think he was just like, he's just been really in that mindset of like learning and wanting to like learn new things. Like he's been going to preschool now for, this will be his second full year in like a preschool type setting um, where he was already, like we, like we had already made the decision to go ahead and put him in kind of like an advanced preschool where he was at least getting, more direct teaching um but he's just like you know he's just like he's done it all there like and and so it's it's turned into him like really wanting to go to school and like learn other things and we've had to like when he's here with me I, I've had to be like teaching him things and keeping him in, engaged because I feel like he's just like bored um and so like we tried we tried to get him in the school district that you know, that they live in and go to school in would not allow it. Um, And it's one of the better school districts in in the area. Um, So it's just one of those things where it was just like, okay, like we have to wait. He has to wait another full year and it just is what it is.
0: Yeah. That's weird that like they wouldn't allow it. I mean, you would think like if a parent is saying, I think my kid's ready, can we like test him to see then, a school would be like sure but yeah uh i, I mean that's kind of that's kind of weird that they're like no let's give it a year
1: yep they, they they didn't want anything to do with it so
0: Hmm. interesting
1: so yeah other than uh, other than that we did do some um last like summary type things the last couple of weeks we we did go to a couple more baseball games we went to a A couple of more, uh, uh, you know, fairs and festivals and things like that and spend some time outside. Um, I tried to do the best that I could to to keep them busy this summer and feel like there was a lot going on and that it wasn't just a lot of sitting around. And I know we had that discussion on one of the episodes before about that the line between like not always going to do something and then, you know, doing enough that it's, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we did do that. Um, we did a couple of different things there, spent some more time with my mom and my sister. We've, we've, we've spent a lot of time with them this summer and, uh, it was, you know, during the summertime I was able to have them here with me, um, like part, part of the week as well, plus the weekend. Um, so now that they're, they're back in school, um, you know, it's, it's back to just a kind of a short weekend. Um, which we had our first short weekend last last weekend., uh, and it's a different. It, it felt different. you know, it felt different for me, at least uh, just the shortened amount of time and and knowing that summer came and went like super fast, I feel like,
0: yeah. is it um, so you only so not to pry, but like so you only get them on weekends. Is that what you're implying?
1: Right. Yeah. so like during the during the summer, I could have them here with me. From, like, Wednesday... I would have them, like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and sometimes Monday of the gotcha. following week. And now we're just doing, you know, Friday evening through Sunday evening.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that's got to be tough to... For, for everybody involved to adjust to that.
1: But yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, are they so far so good? Schools school's going good?
1: Yeah, school's going really good. Um, Charlie has... Decided that she wants to do um, baseball. So uh, we have, Yep, yeah, we've got her signed up for some uh, baseball camp here these next few weeks um, coming into September. And then um, she'll be able to play, uh, you know, like Summer League uh, T ball to start out and things like that. So um, she's really taken an interest into some sporting type things. Uh, so we're getting her all signed up for that. And it's crazy, like, once school starts, you so you like the the couple of weeks before school like you do the school supplies and clothing and everything and then school starts and it's like oh by the way this week you also need to you know sign up for sports and then the following week it's like don't forget this there's picture day and then so it's like you get back to back to back just like bombarded with the beginning of the school year but uh yeah
0: so that's kind of like where and something i've been bringing up with my discussions with my wife lately because she's been kind of hitting me up for not I wouldn't say hitting me up but like kind of implying that a, she wouldn't mind having a second you know mm-hmm. and so I uh I've been telling her like you know and I'm all for it. I to me what happens happens like I I'm down for whatever but the one thing I bring up is like you know I see a lot of my friends now they all have they're all their kids are all a little bit older 11 and up kind of thing and They're constantly, constantly, my friends are, driving all over the place. Mm -hmm. Monday through Sunday, they are doing something, and they have zero time for themselves. And I get it, because now I'm a parent, so like I I, kind of get it. Whereas before, when I was just like a, you know, no parent, just cool, fun uncle guy, uh, I was like, dude, why aren't we ever hanging out? But now I get it, and it's like, when you have multiple... I can't imagine just waking up knowing my day is dedicated to someone else.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just, and I, I don't know. And that's, I keep telling Camelia, like, I just don't know if I want that life. I don't know if I, if I have the, the bandwidth to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And I think with a second, it would spread us thin to the point of like, you know, if our kids get involved and stuff, like we would be constantly doing something for each of them and I just don't know if that's I mean I don't know if that makes me selfish but I also don't know like if when you're talking about raising another human like if you know you're not prepared or willing to do that like (laughs) do do you bring a do you voluntarily bring another human in to to embark on that (laughs) so I just I don't know I don't know what the right call is there but I also know like I know my my i will do whatever for my kids Mm -hmm. i just don't know if i selfishly speaking i don't know if i want to spend every waking hour on the road going to different things and bringing them back just to get showered clean just to wake up and do it all over again
1: yeah i mean it is uh it's definitely a a serious commitment of time um i mean look i'm a huge sports guy you know this I mean I'm to I'm I'm at the level of being so into sports that it almost doesn't matter what kind of sporting event is on if it's available to watch and it's even remotely interesting I'm probably watching it um and now that it's about to be football season it's like even even during when I would have like my time to like sit down and watch sports when they're here they require you know my time and attention and they don't want to just sit and watch football or Boxing or whatever, whatever I, you know, baseball, whatever I'll be watching. And it's like, even, even when you think about when there is downtime and then you realize that even the downtime isn't really downtime, um, it it really puts it in perspective. The choices that you make as a parent to dedicate just your time more than anything, your time and attention.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hold on. Okay. (laughs) My screen just went blank. A whole lot just happened right now, Mark. <laughs> my screen just went black, so I have no idea if your audio was on my end or not. I guess it doesn't matter, because you have audio on your end. Yep. And then my wife just texted me that she just met Al Roker. <laughs> so, a lot, a lot's going on over here. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, anyways. Uh, but, yes. No, I, I... Yeah. I mean, and... I mean, just as, I mean, I just talking to a buddy this weekend, like he went and volunteered at a concession stand for the football season opening Yep. um, because of, it's part of his daughter's thing for softball. So he was there till midnight because the game was so big. And then he, the next day took his daughter for her birthday up to, you know, a four hour drive to go tubing with all her friends. (laughs) Then he came back and he had to do yard work the next day and he had to cook dinner for them all. And all these girls were spending the night and it's just like, that sounds so i mean i guess it's the dad life right it's what we signed up to do but at the same time it's like when you're talking about multiple <laughs> and you're having to juggle all that i'm like what I, I get why people lose themselves in being a parent so much like and and you hear that constant like uh variable being used in a marriage like people just kind of lose themselves in being a mom or dad and then when the kids kind of grow older like the 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 couple doesn't really know how to be a couple anymore Yeah Um I get that Like, I, It totally makes sense how that happens now Because if you just get caught up in the The rhythm of the routine And the constant Going And then it, I, I get where it, You kind of Forget how to To be with Your significant other Just you know in the present Um part of what we did on our vacation the other day, uh, other week was I asked my mom if she could just, you know, watch Jack. I mean, not even watch Jack. Like we put him down for bed and then just keep an eye on him while we go out for like a later dinner around seven or eight o'clock. And I'm telling you, man, it was just like that you hear everyone say it, but it's really so important to make that time just to, just to be an individual for a little bit. You know, and it's uh, we preach it here on the, on the podcast of making sure you get your due time in and, and scheduling that and being intentional with that because you get to, for just a few minutes, dismiss your responsibilities and obligations to just kind of be in the moment. And it's, just, I mean, it, and that's across the board with anybody, whether it's your, you know, your significant other or your friends or family, whatever the case may be, like making that time just really helps recenter you and kind of keep you true to who you are. And I I, I can't stress it enough how, how much I enjoy just dating my wife because it, it reminds me like why we're doing what we're doing.
1: Yeah. I I think exactly what you just talked about with trying to find the balance of time between your family and your wife and remembering, you know, how to, you know, be in a relationship together and be partners when things are so hectic and crazy is like, a. it feels like a pandemic in America that we haven't really figured out that we haven't really, um, locked down well, you know, for people that are in, you know, the working class and like middle America and, and lower that, you know, like the thing that money can afford you more than anything is time. And I feel like for, for those who have to grind out the work week and grind out, you know, evening activities with their kids and, and sports on the weekends. And you do get lost in it so easily. And it feels like that more and more people, um, you know, kind of where, you know, divorce rates are and split families and just like stories you hear online and people that, you know, it's just like the more and more you realize that it's like a problem. It's a problem in, in our country. Like, but we're just, we're so spread thin. And um, I, I feel like we just haven't figured out how to work, work that, in our lives.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, there's so many variables, right? Like, things are insanely more expensive than they ever have. Been. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and I don't think that they necessarily need to be. <laughs> and That's just my opinion. I don't know how the economy works and how pricing works and all that stuff, but I just don't understand why things are just constantly going up and it's getting, uh, people are feeling that pressure and they're feeling the, the urgency to maintain what they have rather than look at things and be like, you know what, maybe we just don't need this. Maybe we just don't need this big of a house. Maybe we just don't need this many subscriptions to streaming services. Maybe we just don't need all these cars or whatever the case may be, you know? And so I think people just are trying to maintain and because of that, they're, they're constantly feeling pulled in different directions to, to make sure that they sustain a life that they want to live. And the people that pay that price is your, is your family and your relationships. And so it, you know, and it's kind of a catch 22 because like as dads, I feel like we are breaking our backs to make sure our family never goes without. And that we can always, you know, justifiably do things with our family and make and, and and have the things for our family. But if you don't have the time to be with them, what is it all for? You know, my son, I I've learned his love language without even really like getting into it. it, Like he loves quality time. Mm -hmm. He's not this like toy. He's not a gift receiver. He's not a, you know, physical touch kind of kid, but he loves just spending time with his people. And you can see it all over his face, right? Like if, I mean, he just learned how to play hide and seek. It's like, he'll just call you in the room and want to play. And it's like, dude, yeah, of course I want to play. Like, and it's stuff like that. It's like, that didn't cost me anything that, you know, did it take some time out of my day? Sure. But, you know, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before we took a break, but I, uh, you mentioned, you know, money and time and things like that. Uh, I had to let go. I wouldn't say let go. That's probably a strong, uh, for the foreseeable future discontinued services with my landscaper. Mm. Um, and I hired him because I wanted that time, right? I, I wanted my weekends with my family and cause I'm going to grad school, I'm working full time. I'm a new dad. I just wanted one little part of my life to kind of just go, you know, the responsibility just to go someone else so that I didn't have to worry about it. Well, he, I, I'm assuming he just got busier, got more business. Good for him. Proud of, you know, love, love hearing, you know, small town businesses getting growth, but, you know, we got put on the back burner as a result. Mm. And so what was supposed to be an every two week ordeal was like, you know, miss, missing schedules, missing appointments and things like that. And I was just like, all right, bro, like, we'll let you know, like, I'm going to take care of it. We'll let you know when we need you. And, you know, so I had to put my yard, my, my yard dad hat back on, Mm -hmm. which is fine. I I actually love being in the yard. I love cutting grass and, and making a yard look really nice. Um, That's kind of my little dad vibe esque thing. So I don't mind it, um, but it is one of those things where it's like, I've now, if I want to continue to spend time with my family and maintain that, well now during the week, when I have a little bit of downtime, I've got to get out in the yard and start working and do a little bit throughout the week rather than spend four hours in it on a Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it, it is, man, it's a, it's a constant juggle that we're doing. And I just, I want to, for the dads out there listening, like if you're, if you're so worried about sustaining and maintaining, you just got to remember like what it's all for, you know? And if it's, if, you know, you can work your tail off to go have a vacation, but if, if that vacation is, you know, just once a year and it's, I mean, what, what did you work your tail off for? For three days of free time? Yeah you know what I mean? Like when we could have spent all, all year with you, Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things. I think we just gotta, as dads evaluate what means more to us. Um, and where that line is, because like I said, going on that, I mean, we spent two hours out eating dinner, me and my wife. And I was just like, man, I miss this. I just, I, I miss just not having to sit here and worry about anyone else but us yeah <laughs> and it was only a couple years ago when that was a thing
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i hear you though i i'm 100 percent the same way i mean it it's a little bit different for me now um obviously doing the the single dad thing but i remember even having those conversations and, and that's why i had I'd mentioned on the podcast before even going from from one child to two um when you go start going out in public with two kids then it's like even more put in perspective like remember when we just had one to bring along like remember how easy right. that was compared to this Like, even that adjustment is is so different
0: now i'm hearing we're hearing mixed reviews on this a lot of people are saying hey if you have another it's easier because they just take care of at a certain point, they start taking care of one another and it's a lot easier to kind of just oversee that. And then we hear on the other side, we'll hear people say that is an absolute lie. Those are the parents who want you to be miserable as they are. (laughs) Do not fall for the Mm. trap. Where do you, where do you stand on that? I stand somewhere
1: in the middle um, because I've experienced it both ways. Um, there is definitely times where Charlie and Eli kind of just take care of each other. They just play with each other. They keep each other occupied, but very quickly can that go south (laughs) where, you know, Eli doesn't want to be taken care of by Charlie or he doesn't (laughs) play with her and all those those things. And then you have, yeah, it's, it's both. It's definitely both. There are times where it's great and harmonious and then there are times where it is not at all so it's both of them for sure
0: (laughs) all right all right well you've given me absolutely nothing to think about then (laughs) oh man so anything else new
1: um not really no work is uh i'm i'm quickly approaching the time of year for my job where it becomes a little bit more busier and uh little bit more hectic and and time consuming um usually the beginning of september is when it really kicks off to start getting into the cold months so i'm just uh, bracing for for that and uh we're finally approaching football season this weekend is the first college football game amen and i'm i'm ready for that um but other than that, I mean, it's like just a average day to day that it's been for a while now. But with uh, obviously with the kids in school, there's less of less of that. And, uh, you know, so that's it's different for me because I, I feel like this with this summer, it's been different um, because I was back in Indiana and the last couple of summers I lived in Illinois. Um, so this was a, a different summer for me where it felt like the real the first like real summer as a single dad where. I had to really think about, you know, my time with them and how much. Definitely, there was more time involved, and um, and just making sure we were doing things that they wanted to do. And so, uh, yeah. Other than that, man, it's uh, we're we're getting into finally getting out of summer, and I'm I'm ready. I'm so ready for fall weather. I'm a I'm a fall weather person. But of yes. course, this week summer has decided like, hey. It might be almost the end of summer, but I'm not going to let you forget about me. <laughs> this is like,
0: no, not at all. Yeah. I mean, I, and I knew that was going to, when we got that deep freeze over, um, in like, I want to say March, mm-hmm. like maybe late March, mm-hmm. early April, I was like, oh man, this is going to suck. It's going to be 90 degrees all the way to November. Yeah. Like I, I just knew it. And here we are heading into September blazing yeah. hot. I'm looking at my computer right now. Heat yeah. advisory. It's like, yeah. uh, but yeah, no, I'm ready for it. We're, we're planning, we're working on Jack's birthday party plans right now. He turns two in mm-hmm. September. And so we're, we're gearing up for that, trying to plan that. Um, what would you say is, you said, you know, you, you kind of adjusting for spending all your time with your kids. What, what would you say as a dad, just in, in spending time with your kids is like your favorite, little moment you get you get with them
1: honestly one thing i've always been a huge a huge promoter of is to take naps with your kids or 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 to lay there with them and enjoy the time when they want to be attached to you because honestly like going out and doing things is so fun it's fun to go out and play catch and all that it's great but you start to realize the older they get, the less they want to be like touching you and like loving on you. Um, And so every, every morning when they're here uh, what we usually do is we have what we, we just kind of have like this cuddle cartoon time where like, we'll we'll make breakfast and we'll just kind of all like lay together or sit together and eat breakfast and watch a cartoon or something like that. And it gives us time in the morning to just kind of like, Really love on each other and like hug and cuddle and it's it's by far my favorite thing because it it really goes quickly the amount of how much they want to be touching you and loving on you and things like that it it changes so rapidly and it changes overnight almost it feels like um so i take advantage of that it's 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 important to me
0: yeah that's a good point because uh, jack does love a good nap on me And so I need, I need to make sure that I embrace that more because I, uh, like I'm, I'm really just kind of all, when I put him, we put him down for a nap. We usually put him down in his own bed and he'll sleep for about an hour, but then he wakes up and he wants to, he wants to just like, he he wants to keep napping, but he wants someone (laughs) there. And so I'll just like bring him to the couch and let him lay on top of me. And it's honestly some of the best rest Yeah. get. Because it's just, like, the most peaceful they'll be throughout the entire yep. day. Yep. <laughs> but, but it is nice. I think mine has been, uh, lately, it's been bad mm. time. Uh, not for any weird reason other than just, like... That is, like, when he is super playful and super, like... you Like, he's got all his toys and he's just wanting to be creative and want me involved in everything now he hates getting his hair wet but aside from like the the bathing process like just him being goofy and him just kind of he just kind of shows his true personality and he just wants me a part of every little thing and that has been i think my favorite thing is just lately it's just been giving him a bath and watching him you know sing songs play with his toys you know asking me questions and trying to get me to talk to him and all kinds mm. of stuff it's just been really really yeah fun. I, I mean i
1: think outside of like what i what i would call my favorite time is nap time when i really want to know how they're feeling or what they're thinking or what's going on with them it's when we're around the dinner table that they are the most talkative Um, yeah, when we're sitting and eating dinner, they'll tell me anything (laughs) and sometimes things that they probably shouldn't tell me or, you know, like things that probably shouldn't (laughs) come from them. But yeah, uh, it's dinner time. They are very talkative and very active during dinner time. Um, more so than any other time of the day.
0: That is super interesting because I was the complete opposite. I mean, I, and I, I think still to this day, I am that way. Like I am stuffing my face and I, I do not want <laughs> to talk. Like, that is the last thing I want to do. Mm. So that's, that's very funny. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to bring up something. I'm not going to name drop because you know, this is, I think this could be a touchy subject depending on the dad. And so I want to get your thoughts okay. on it. I, you might be the stat I don't okay. know So we're, we're just gonna We're gonna throw it out there And if You wanna return to Cinder Go ahead But uh, Where <laughs> I don't even know How to bring <laughs> this up um, What is your stance Or take Or where do you Where do you I guess reside On Showers Or baths With your kids Like Taking them With your kids
1: um so with with charlie not at all um she she's at the age right. now where she can she can do a shower by herself um you know i'll go in with her at the beginning and like make sure that the water is not too hot for her or that she knows how to like control it properly um make sure that right. she's using proper you know the proper soap for for what she's doing um and then i'm out of there i mean you know i make sure she's got her towel her clothes and then i'm out and she can handle it herself um Mm -hmm. eli
0: now was there a time before where you were like you know mm,
1: hey
0: like she's showering with me
1: (laughs) i haven't showered with charlie or taken a bath with charlie probably since she was like a little baby yeah baby other than that i think um you know uh my ex was was more comfortable doing that and i'm much more comfortable taking a shower with eli um and there will be
0: Okay, so this is something yeah. you have done. Yeah, I have.
1: De- I've definitely done it okay. with Eli, um, but uh, yeah, with Charlie, I'd, I don't. I don't feel comfortable with that at all, especially with where she's at and, and her age now. Um, I haven't felt that way. I haven't been comfortable with something like that with her in uh, quite a while.
0: Gotcha. So I'm going to tell this story, and again, I'm not going to allude to anything other because I don't want anyone to speculate. But let's just say a person's child at one point alluded they they were told to that it was time to get ready for uh-huh. bath right and the child said something about <coughs> can we play wanker war <laughs> 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 and I I raised my eyebrows so high and looked with such judgment. I I didn't know how to process what I heard. And um, and so, and so I, it, I let's just put it this way: I've never. It's it's really never crossed my mind to take a bath with uh-huh. Jack. Um, I, I, and I don't know why, like. I've gotten, when he was a first newborn, like, I threw on some swimming trunks and hopped in the tub just because we didn't have that little apparatus where you could uh-huh. sit them in. Um, but like, now that he's older and could very easily just hop in the shower with me and it would probably be a lot easier of a process. Yeah, I, it's, it's never dawned on me to do that or cross my mind and Frankly like I don't know that I Would ever care To hmm. do it um, I don't want <laughs> Yeah I just watched a stand up show Where the comedian talks about Doing having shower time with his Kids and the questions And conversations that go on during this shower uh-huh. time And I was like yeah I don't want any part of that None of that sounds appealing To me whatsoever hmm. <laughs> Like, I don't want to have to explain anything on my body to my (laughs) child (laughs) or or help them to understand why certain things are and certain things aren't uh, for them. So, uh, yeah, I just, and then the whole, that whole wanker war situation, I was just like, okay, so this is a thing that dads apparently do. I thought I was, uh, maybe I'm the abnormal one here. Yeah in the situation.
1: I, I feel pretty comfortable showering with Eli. Um and there's never been there's never he, like oddly enough like I'm not just saying this but oddly enough he's never asked me something that I was uncomfortable with and I think maybe that's my sign when he starts to get to that point where it's like okay like maybe we should stop doing this just so like, you know. Um but yeah. I I've never once experienced that. I've never been in a moment with him in the shower where it's been uncomfortable. I look at it as like a lot of times it's just easier for us to just do it together. Cause he, he does need help being washed anyway, still at this age. Um, he's not going to be able to properly clean himself. So I, I need to do it still. Um, and most right. of the time I need to shower anyway. So I'm like, Hey, we're just going to knock this thing out together, especially cause Charlie's usually waiting, you know, to, to either get in or she's waiting to get ready for, you know, help get finished getting ready for bed. Um, so I, I've never once felt, uh, in a position or where it was weird or awkward. I I don't know what wanker war is, but, um, (laughs) I I, I'm not partaking in anything (laughs) like that. Um, but I guess maybe my sign when it's like, okay, maybe it's time for us to, to stop doing this is when he does start asking those kind of questions or, um, where it becomes less of a, we're in the shower to get clean and that's it kind of thing, I guess.
0: Yeah. And to be fair, I also don't know what it is. I didn't take the time to dive into that subject. I kept it moving because the two words together, I don't know what I don't even want to know what it implies. <laughs> but but yeah, I oh man. So okay, yeah. I just uh, I don't know. Have you ever been? When growing up, did you like shower with like the locker room shower thing? Did was that a thing for you? Okay, see, like I never really had that opportunity. Um, Not that I I wouldn't say I never had that opportunity. I just never partook. There was always locker room showers for guys to take advantage of. Um, I just I never felt the need to shower so quickly. That I needed to take one right then, right there in front of a bunch of dudes. Mm. Um, and, and maybe that speaks more to me than it does anything. But uh, I also have never felt like I stank so bad. Or that something that deodorant or some body spray couldn't cover up back in the day. Uh, shout out, Axe. <laughs> um, couldn't cover up that, like, I wouldn't be good. Like, I never went so hard in P.E. class that I felt like I needed to take a shower afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I played football, I, I, I was going... It was immediately going right back home. So, it wasn't something where I felt the need to take a shower after a game or foot or practice because I was going home right after to shower. So, and I lived five minutes from the school. So, it's like, it never just seemed like a a... A convenience to me, <laughs> so I never to so maybe and maybe that's where it stems mm-hmm. from because like, you know, you grew up, you're openly like showering and you see nothing wrong with it, and whereas I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna shower, uh, <laughs> with, with with my ass out to a bunch <laughs> of dudes. So
1: yeah, I think the circumstances for me yeah. were a little bit different. Um, so I, I didn't ever do that. I guess in elementary or or middle school. Um, that I can at least remember. I think when we had like a, in elementary school, I think we had a swimming class where we would have to rinse off after swimming, but that would, you still had like your swim trunks on kind of thing. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a big deal. But um when I went to high school, I actually didn't live very close to my high school at all. In fact, I lived in a completely different town from my high school. I didn't even ride, you know, I didn't have to, I didn't ride a bus. Like I had to be dropped off or drive or whatever. Um, so it was a much different, like it was easily 20 to 25 minutes for me to get home. Um, and so once I started playing football and and being involved in sports and, um, things like that, it definitely became something where it was like, I'm a, I'm a sweaty dude and I get dirty and, uh, I may not, I I know that I don't smell great and I don't know if I want to wait for, you know, 20, 25 minutes to get home. So I just started doing it. Um, and then it just became thing, something I was just okay with, I guess
0: yeah i mean i definitely think of circumstances for sure dictate yeah. the usage of it um for me it was dudes you know jumping on your backs <laughs> and messing with you that was like yeah no that's enough for me dog i'm uh i'm just gonna hold it for five minutes and get home and it could
1: definitely be <laughs> without playing yeah, wanker there could wars could definitely <laughs> be some awkward uh situations that's that's for sure i've been whipped with the towel a towel few, a few times you know it's, uh, that, that builds character steve-o all right that builds character
0: yeah it's a character builder that's right uh, <laughs> oh man hey fantasy football yeah. huh getting back yeah. into the season did you get your uh notre dame shirt
1: i've gotten multiple shirts for the season yeah i do have um so every year they uh they print out a specific football shirt that you can go buy. Usually the entire student section wears it and then other people wear it. I have two versions of that. I have a short sleeve and a long sleeve one. Uh, and then also, I don't know if you saw what, over these last couple of weeks, but um, I, I did share it on my social. So maybe you did. But um, we have a big game against Ohio State this year. And we're going to be wearing a new green uniform option. Um, green green jerseys, green oh. pants, uh, green shoes. And they got white numbers.
0: It's always worked out well for you guys to to
1: bring in. Hey, the hey, hey! Listen, we wore the white games. ones, the all white ones you saw last year. We wore those; it went fine. No big deal. I think yeah. we're fine. Um, but it's it was finally available for purchase uh, <laughs> a week ago at the bookstore, so I did go and get myself a green jersey.
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm ready. I you know I'm, I'm I enjoy mm-hmm. college football. Uh. I don't, I'm not into, I think I'm just not into it as much now that I'm not, you know, in high school or in college. I think, you know, to me, that was the time to really be into it because it's like, you could go there one day. You could, you could be a part Mm -hmm. of all that. And now that I'm like out of the college life and, and I'm not like, I'm not going to, you know, even if I went back to college and went somewhere I'm not gonna be this full like let's go Duke, yeah, you know. Sure. What I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not just gonna be this this rawdy raw mm. for my college anymore. Um, I kind of I've kind of surpassed that. So I enjoy it though. I enjoy watching it. I think the nil stuff. I don't really know where I I I line or align with that. I, I, I like on one side I see where it I I agree where the the guy should be getting some sort of compensation on the other side. I I do feel like I agree that it's kind of killed the, the, the tradition and rivalry and, and all that, that essence of college football. That was so great. Um, but I'm excited because I'm a big fantasy football nerd, big NFL guy, very excited to see what our managers do this season
1: so let let me speak on on college football because you i feel like you're calling me out i feel like you're calling me out a little bit you like to call me out about notre dame anyway i i think (laughs) what keeps me in it at the ripe old age of 29 is the fact that i live in a in a big college town and i've grown up in a big college town and it's kind of like always been around i think if you lived in tuscaloosa i think maybe you would probably feel different about it also
0: you're probably right. Um, one, not trying to call you out at all. I, th- I There's a lot of people I know who are super into college football. I just like, f- for me, that's my reasoning for not yeah. being into it is, I guess, what I'm saying. I live in a college town. It's a D2 college. I work yeah. at, you know, the university system. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm very much engulfed in college all the time. I just, uh, in terms of like getting caught up in it and and the race to the what is it the final four or final
1: eight now i I think it's four now and then it's going to go to 12
0: 12 okay uh it's just you know and maybe when it gets back to maybe when they add more to the the race it'll become more compelling for me it's just uh you know i just remember as a kid being way more into it i was all about the you know ncaa games i was all about the the stats and the guys and who's playing where and who's going where and and all that and now i just you know ever since i've been i don't know i mean i would say it's probably been the last 10 plus years i haven't really given college football much thought i mean i like certain teams i i I watch the games obviously but i just i don't have that uh that raw raw spirit about it as much Mm. as i do yeah
1: i I do i I do think that you know living in a big college town and a one that is you know aligned with with notre dame and things like that i think it makes it i don't know that like this time of year there's just something in the air around here that um you
0: know i i totally get that i mean you, you you feel it with you know yeah local high schools yeah football sports like you you, you know you, you don't go to high school anymore but you get behind them and you want to see them succeed and you just you know, i mean yeah no i totally i i totally get it being in the atmosphere i think it's a hundred percent
1: a difference maker. A, uh yeah, as You're far as nil, yeah. you know, your cheating school and coach has been doing it for years anyway, but we're just under the table. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's my opinion on that. But yeah, our Packers man, have you uh, have you have you paid attention to uh, any any preseason games or stats or highlights?
0: You know, no, I shut off my YouTube TV for a while just to kind of conserve the funds. And I, and I reserved it to, <laughs> I postponed it to activate on Labor Day weekend, baby. So, um, so, yeah, no, I, I mean, I've been watching some clips on, on, what is it now, X <laughs> yeah. or whatever you want to call it, but I, you know, so I've, I've been keeping up in that regard, but not anything, I haven't watched any. I
1: haven't, uh, I haven't watched a full game. I have, you know, turned it on briefly, uh, to watch and I've, I've definitely, I have a lot of um, you know Packers beat writers and stuff like that that I follow on on X or whatever, and uh, so I, I see the stat lines. I see some clips here and there. I don't know, man. Maybe uh, maybe there's there's something to work with. What do you think?
0: I I mean I've been saying it all off season. They may just be yep. young enough to not get yeah. any F's and just shoot their shot yeah. and see what there, happens. there might
1: be. There might be something to work with. I'm I'm I. I'm trying to pump the brakes on that optimism really hard, man. I'm trying to it's like every week I see a new clip and I'm like, oh <laughs> dude, we're gonna be good. I was just trying to pump those brakes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I dude, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Should we do you think we have I don't know if we have a lot of fantasy dads out there, but do you think we should put something on the like Twitter and Instagram and or I'm sorry, X and Instagram and uh see if we can get like a dad vibes fantasy league going. Do you think that's something we should?
1: I don't see any issue out? with at least putting some feelers out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously if we get 30 people saying, yeah, I'm <laughs> in like, that's <laughs> going to be a, maybe <laughs> it's gonna be a bit difficult, but maybe I, I don't anticipate 30 people no. coming out of the woodwork no. to, <laughs> to play fantasy. Yeah, I
1: think we can put the feelers out and, uh, and, uh, if there's enough interest in whatever, I'd be down to, to do a little, uh, a little friendly, a little friendly uh fantasy football
0: all right cool well i i think that's all i got for today i'm eat? good i'm good good deal all right well we hey we thank you guys so much for tuning in and the long-awaited season two <laughs> we, we do appreciate you guys checking back with us and uh and just listening to the show and continuing to listen to the show we'll put some stuff out on the socials to see if we can get this fantasy league going. And until next time, we'll see you next week. Mark. See ya. Have a good one, bud. Bye. Bye.